Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com I just want it to be known that someone sitting across from me just said, I don't care. Be a shrew. I did say that. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so, y'all, the honeymoon's already over. <laughs> She's been back four days. Two. And it felt like four. Yeah. We're back already. It's mainly because now we're not gonna just bitch the whole time, but God, I hate this season. This is below dick. I don't even hate it. I'm just you know what I apathetic to it. I wrote down in in a fit of peak. I hate all these people. <laughs> I'm just like so over it. It's just I feel like nothing happens on this show. I I will say the this is below deck. Yes, as Poodle below said, Dick episode something called unfinished business. We, you can tell we care when we say episode something. Episode I think it's episode thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah, yeah that's what I think. Thirteen. Twelve or thirteen. Next week is the finale. We just heard, and then that's a sh- well. We think they're gonna have two reunions. It's a sh- it's a short ish season for Below Deck, which usually does anywhere from eighteen to twenty two. Yes, and then um, y'all sailing yacht does come on in February twenty first. We will be covering. We it. will. That's our first season of sailing yacht. It I, is. I was told I watched the first season of sailing yacht like a couple of episodes, and I was like, "This is snoozers." But then everyone told me you must watch season two because it went it got so much better. And I have watched a couple episodes of season two, and they are right. Season two, well, season two was so much better. Well, let's hope season three brings it. Well, out. no, it's you. It's your first season, so it'll that you. You're so far. You're two for two. Our yeah. last, our our last below deck med was a snooze. It was, and a this, snooze. and this was, this this is. I think we had hope when it started. I feel like <laughs> this is a different show. I don't even know what uh, show this is. It is. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it doesn't, um, yeah, I just don't, I, I didn't even take a lot of notes. It's just, uh, I don't feel like. The, you mean this episode is a different I show? I feel or like this? the producer, y'all, because I know it's reality TV, but come on, the shit is scripted, or at least yeah. it's massaged. I feel like the the story producers on this didn't know, how, are they like brand I, new? Uh, it's like they didn't know how to craft a story well, in this. I, I will say one thing. The cast members 
were almost, I feel like, chosen to have very few strong personalities. Yes, it's and think about it. There's no really... With the exception of Raina and Fraser. And they're trying to make these long character arcs of connections at the end of this episode in the last like 10 minutes of people having... Yeah. And you're like, I don't care because you haven't shown the arc of yeah. this character the whole entire time. Like, what I did enjoy Below Deck Med much more. and But I'm saying, I, I agree, it's, like, it was still a good season, but... Like, Lloyd had a character arc. I, I agree. I'm saying that compared to the rest of Below Deck, uh, there, there have been snooze seasons. Like, season, like... God, there have been some snooze seasons. Like, anywhere between five and six were snoozes. But, like, season two, season three, all amazing seasons. Even last season was kind of like... Even with... Because Francesca and, and Rachel... And Eddie kind of going at each other. Uh, there was some moments, but that was kind of shitty too. But there have been Below Decks had some really good seasons. I just feel like all seasons, just as a producer producing reality television, yeah. they just missed. I, I really feel like that's where this falls on is the story producers. I think, uh, and I editors. think, and the casting. I think ca- I, I blame the casting too. Yeah, for sure. I mean, but I guess this is the best stories they could make. Um, well, your stories come out of your cast. Uh, they do. Well, but but except for it's the charters. They do. Yeah. And But there is, I mean, this is Bravo, y'all. They they go in with ideas for storylines and things like that. Yeah, so, for sure. For anyway, sure. we're not going to bitch about it the whole time. Believe me, you know we'll find the fun we're not, in it. I, I, doubtful. Um, something we're not going to bitch about. Well, I will. I'll complain about how cold it is. Y'all, we're going to New York tomorrow. Why are we going to the East Coast in fucking winter? I don't know why. Kristen! Kristen's waiting to yell at you. Yeah. That's who she's our she's our booking agent. <laughs> we went to Chicago. When it was four. It was four neg- degrees. It was negative two with the wind chill. And then we went to we're going to New York City went and I told Poodle, I said, last time I looked, the weather looked pretty okay. It was like in the thirties and the forties, and then Poodle just looked snow, snow, snow. Snow, 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 snow. Uh, it, but you know, snow is just like change your underwear in New York at this time of year. That's true. I guess there'll probably already be snow on the ground. Maybe I guess. like dirty black snow. You yep. know when it gets gross and muddy. Oh, You're I right. know it. You screamed this at me the other day. You said no one likes snow after two days, and you're <laughs> right. No one likes snow after two days. People from South Carolina lose their shit when it snows. And I want to scream full-throated, you're going to hate this in two days. They are. I agree. And they're always like, it's snowing. <laughs> it's snowing. And you just want to like just fully punch them in the face. Oh, it's Jesus's sugar. <laughs> <laughs> we got to go get our milk and our bread. Yes. Got to run. Make a run on the grocery store. Run for the grocery store. Poof, <laughs> hey, special thanks to Ryan Bailey if you listened last week from uh, So Bad It's Good for he covering was, for me last week. He was so great. He was we great. We had such a good time. He has a very attractive voice. He's a very attractive person. He is. I I, I did everything because it was just he you, and I. I did uh, not. I tried not you, to hit on him. You you failed. <laughs> you. I listened to it because I edited it. You, you, know, did, you, know, you, know, you know how I work, though. everything you know how I but work. fucking throw yourself at it. Like, <laughs> I... I didn't know if we were going to see, like, I'm sure on the video at one point I thought, it's Poodle just naked, just winking just with his a- winking with your <laughs> asshole at him. Ding, 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 ding. 
It was. Whoa. It was. <laughs> it was just pathetic. It's like the eye of Sauron. I mean, thirsty. <laughs> yes. <laughs> One dick to rule them all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you were so thirsty. It's hard. It's, your it's hard when a straight guy is friendly. It, it really is. It's very hard. I, I'm not going to fault you for it. I'd be the same way. I did tell him. <laughs> There, there may be 10 straight men who I'd actually like to spend time with. <laughs> Think how many there are for you who aren't in your immediate family. Um, I know a couple. Love Patrick. That's true. Love spending time with Patrick. Your trainer loves spending time yeah. with him. Um, my like, no, he's gay. Oh, wait, the guy go to Occupy. Oh, wait, no, he's gay too. <laughs> no, my chiropractor. Nope, he's gay. <laughs> Uh, Let's be honest. My I know, therapist. I know. Not gay. I know straight men. You pay him. Uh, <laughs> True. I, know, I know straight. I know straight men are are can be great, but like, boy, they exhaust the hell out of me. And I know we have a lot of great listeners who are straight. Y'all, y'all are the exception. I think they exhaust you because you're always in your back of your mind thinking, "Can I sleep with them?" Possibly. I think that's why you get exhausted. Uh, I just think I think women are the more evolved form here. Well, I agree with that, but we're, I do love we're a good some, straight man. We're somewhere off to the side. <laughs> somewhere. Hey, but be sure, if you're coming to the show on Friday, A, make sure you're vaxxed. We recommend you getting boosted. And really, get boosted if you're planning on being in Poodle's Playground. Poodle, pin, playpen. Play, Poodle's Playpen. Sorry. Playground sounds too nice. Yeah. Playpen is better. <laughs> Poodle's Playpen. I have we'll been, see if the theater lets you put up. So I far, you're, you're two. at every location because there's always been a fire issue or this time I'm going to set it up early and hopefully the bubble pit will be acceptable. But I hope so. Yeah. Because he, he does. He would like to have a phone party. Yeah. Uh, did you ever go to a phone party? And- I did, and it is it does it's not does does not handle well after a couple of hours. No, the foam gets everywhere, but y'all. Usually, you <laughs> usually you've come after a couple of hours. Usually, yeah, usually, yeah, and your dick's chafed from all that soap <laughs> the next day. Foam parties sound fun, They're y'all. Not, it's not soap; well, it's foam. But whatever it is, though, it's just kind of chafy because there's not yeah. lube. Yeah, God, y'all. If your gay friend says, "Hey, I'm going to a phone party," they're gonna fuck. send your re- yes. Yeah, they're slutty. Tell me, I'm just telling you this now. It's not really fun. You're gonna have foam everywhere, and it's not in a good way. I mean, I enjoyed it, but it was like I don't know how I feel about it now. This was what twelve thirty. It was at that MJ's. Is that the bar it used to be called? Yeah, before it became a restaurant. The one where I made yeah, out with your friend like, in that's front not of your like face. A, that's not like a fuck party, though. This like oh, a phone no. fuck party is very different. No, I haven't gone to those. They're gross. Well, that was a bar, right? Where your yeah. friend was right in front of you, and he just stuck like, his tongue down my throat. Eh. <laughs> he wanted to try something different. He tried everybody else in the bar. We made out for like twenty minutes. Yeah, he was so. It's it's interesting how you get them where they're almost where they're, when they when their eyes cross. That's how you know to move in. <laughs> He made a move on me. That's I know. I said hi. You just blah, put blah, yourself blah. in front of him. I was just standing there. Yeah. So when you're blackout drunk, make out with him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't mind. Uh, I wouldn't mind. They barely remember it. 
Um, so y'all come to, come see us. It is a vaccinated show. It is an masked. Is it? Is it a masked show it as is, well? We recommend you wearing N95 or K95. Yes. and we will. I believe we're still going to be doing uh, because we're it, we're going to be even masking during our meet and greets. So please yeah, don't take off your mask. Maybe get a mask with a smile on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or All do right. like me, where you you've now because you I used to start smiling behind my mask, and now I just do like this. And I'm kind of smiling that, in my eyes, and it looks painful. That's how you smile. Just, <laughs> that's how you smile. So just looks like someone's putting electrodes on my dick. <laughs> no, that would look more entertaining. Like to you. Going, yeah, yeah. Thinking about getting jolted. Yeah. No, it looks like someone just served you like bad, crunchy peanut butter. I I I have a hard time faking a smile. You will know if I'm happy to see you. Yeah, we we've garnered that. <laughs> I've been surprised. I've been hugging lots of people, and I didn't think I would. You don't have to if you don't want to. Certain people I avoided. Um, You're right not to hug. We had some sissies. I love, we had a sissy who walked up, and she just looked at us and said, not a hugger. Happy to see you, though. And I I fucking love that. So y'all do whatever you want. Establish your motherfucking boundaries, y'all. I'll hug you. I don't care. You'll hug them if they say not a hugger. You hugged like three husbands that didn't even know who you were. (laughs) They just came with their wives. They didn't even want to be hugged. And you ranted and said, hug me. <laughs> they, they needed it. Suddenly you're a hugger. They, they needed it. Oh, all right. Remember that one guy, who, that woman who brought her first date I'll, to our I, show? As long as I live, I will never forget that the balls on that woman. Oh, and the balls on that man I wanted to just yes. put in my mouth. He was hot. Can you imagine saying, I'm going to take you to something that's going to show you who I am. I'm going to take you to a show with two white gay men. This was a, a black straight man. A, yeah. A, possibly. We yeah. don't know. We, I, we don't know how he's been questioning by, I'm pretty sure. But these two white gay men who Flouncing are filthy. Filthy. And she's like, I'm going to show you the craziest part of me. <laughs> and if you can handle this, you can handle anything. If I'm telling you, if they get married. I respect it. If they get married. I will fly to the ceremony. I'm officiating. And, and be, yes, and be at that wedding. Yeah. Maybe I'll officiate and you can play music. No! You can sing. <laughs> I, she doesn't have to pay me to go to the wedding. Oh, you'd have to pay me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was understood. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about this show. Poodle, we were going to do it. What's your first tea bag? Um, I want to talk about... It seems like they're trying to wrap this up, but next episode still we're going to still be talking about it. Um, and Ryan and I talked a lot about this last week when Maddie was out. Um, but <sighs> Eddie Eddie thinks he handled the situation with Raina well and is still in his head about it. And all of us are like, no, you didn't handle it well. No, you didn't. You you did not. You this did not come with the first officer handbook in no. what to do when someone says the n word around yeah. a person of color. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think they teach that honestly. I don't think they do. Um, but this was not the way to do it. Uh, mm. and it, it's he is he is doing his best, I think, by saying. You need to tell me these things. And she's basically saying back, I don't feel comfortable because you already dismissed me once. And so it's going to be harder to trust you and open up uh, to you. 
And the interesting thing here is that Eddie is trying to be a boss who wants to have it both ways. He wants to get respect, but he also wants to be everyone's friend. That's the problem with it. Eddie wants to be everybody's friend. Yeah. He's got to really work on that. And that's going to be his the hardest thing for that him. That was the hardest thing with him and Jake and why Jake would fucking because yeah. Eddie just wanted to be friend Eddie. So uh, he he basically, they do kind of come to sort of a detente, I think. Yes. Where he said, she says, he said, do you, you want to sit down with Heather? And she's like, absolutely not. And I was thinking, because that would not go well. Nope. And I think, I think Eddie knows that it won't go well. Um, I think he just wanted to offer that because he said, yeah. "Let's quit," you know. And he's like, "No, I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to be with her at all." And yeah. you know, they're just Raina and Heather are just ready to get off the boat from one another. I feel like everyone's ready to get off the boat. I th- yeah, I think yeah. everyone's. Yeah, I don't. This is going to be like Below Deck Med, where they all take a vacation together after the boat. No, yeah, that's not going to happen. No, no, they did not really. No one is really gelled. I think Heather will probably say, I made the best friends of my life here on this boat. Or she'll try probably. to. Is yeah. Raina, did Raina say, she, is she coming to the reunion? I think she is. Okay, well, I didn't know, because sometimes people refuse or whatever. But yeah. I think she's coming to the reunion. Okay. Yeah. Because by now they've already filmed it. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> but anyway, that's what I would just want to talk about. It's It was kind of handled, but it's still going to blow over. He talks it to, let's just talk about, since it's on that teabag, he brings it up later, again, just saying like, hey, I really want you to trust me. And And she said, well, but I can't trust you. And you know, Eddie actually, he brings up to her, he says, look, I want you to be able to talk to me. He said, but you don't talk about things when you get upset by them. Right. And Raina fully admits that. And he said, so when you're upset about something, he said, I actually like you. And which sounds stupid and childish to say, but Raina... That's what that, she needed to hear. That's what Raina needs to hear. Yeah. And he said, I actually like you and I want you to come to me whenever something's going wrong so I can right. address it. Yeah. And she says, okay. I think that was a good thing for him I, to say to kind of... Me too. Build but trust. I, but. I think that would work normally as when it was, you know, I feel like Wes doesn't think that I'm a good deckhand. Not... How do I, how do I, what do I do when, when the chief stew on the boat says the N-word to me? Not to her. Well. In front of her. In front of her. In front of her. And I know, but that is a different, she, she wouldn't call her that. It, well, I, I, I'm glad you said that, but I'm saying it's just, he's so out of his depth. Yeah. I think we all are. Um, I, I am. I, I mean, yeah. it's, I would, I, A, I would be shocked that happened. B, it just goes to show that a lot of people just aren't even trained to have, probably in yachting, they have not had a lot of like, let's have training about uh, just diversity, inclusion, uh, because it's such a white, probably male, they might have had some stuff about uh, women inclusion, but it's very doubtful. Right. Yeah. Doubtful. Doubtful. Yeah. And I will say if this was... 10 years ago uh, and Reyna, Reyna had a problem it would have been some like aggro first officer that said suck it up I don't care probably and I'm not yeah. saying that's right I'm just saying this is 2022 yeah 2021 so not not an option yeah especially because it's on television well yeah, but yes even more so because it's on television yeah. yeah um What's oh your first one? My first teabag is 
Um, y'all, Captain Lee is on a tear this episode, as my mother... Did your mother say that? Yep, uh, yeah. Um, because they're supposed to... Um, the, 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 we'll get to the charter later. Oh, oh. worst one ever. So, that includes jaw wired shut. They're so basic. Yeah, they're awful. They're basic. The, the, y'all, these people absolutely love, oh my God, they love macaroni grill. They do. <laughs> they Actually, do. they're like a step up from that. Mm-hmm. What's a step up from macaroni grill? Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, it's not necessarily quote unquote nice, but they do feel like they do love Panera. Oh yeah, actually, I love Panera. I love Panera. Yeah. Um, what is a step up from macaroni? Maggiano's. Yeah. Yeah. You also love Maggiano's. I, 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 they I give you a free. Uh, they give you a second meal to take home. What's not to love? You I, pay for one and you get two. I will say. Tell me, you that, don't love that. That's just like saying, you know, give me th- that. That is you're getting the chicken parmesan, and you're telling me you're pissed off that at the end they're saying, "Let me package this huge portion of chicken parmesan and then give you a lasagna that hasn't I'm, been touched." I'm saying that you're going to give me a, a with with that meal the second day. You're going to give me a second trip to self hateville. <laughs> <laughs> well, I shame eat that lasagna. That I've just become okay <laughs> with eating that chicken parmesan and said, This is once in a time. And then I see that lasagna and, like, I guess twice. And then I order fast food later on. <laughs> but when you, but when you leave Magianas, don't you feel so good? Cause you're like, I No, just got, I'm like, disgusting. <laughs> when I leave, they roll me out like the blueberry girl and Willy Wonka. And I can't and I can't be touched because I'm too full to fuck. And I'm miserable. And that's the way it is when I eat at places like that. I, I am an unacceptable person when it comes to eating big portions. You are. I will eat too much. You, you can't Someone hold your back. needs to stop me. He he will it's hard y'all because if you stop him, then he'll say What's wrong with me? What or what's wrong with yeah. why? Are you, why are you telling me? Don't tell me what to eat. And here's the thing. So I just have to it, let him do it. It's okay to be like this, and it's okay not to be like this. Food issues are everywhere, y'all. I'm saying I have them. It's like I, I've got to watch that Titanic hit that iceberg. Yeah, you you you, yeah, I do. you need to let me figure it out. And you he need usually to, doesn't. No, you need you need to let me go down the drain. You need to let me, like in train spotting, go through that toilet by eating as much, by doing as many drugs as I can, metaphorically. And I'm I would you know what? Sadly, at the very end, there's a mozzarella stick sitting there that I don't know how it's been there the whole meal. And no one's had it. Because maybe I didn't see it on that side of the table. But I will eat that like it is my fucking last meal. You'll actually, you'll say, who let this here? And I'll say, I don't know. And you'll eat half of it. And then you'll sit down and say, no, no, I can't. I can't. I'm not going to eat more. Then you'll get up from the table when we all leave. And then you'll say, I'm eating it, Marjorie. I will. And then you'll grab it and eat the rest as you walk out. Almost (laughs) in a fit, almost as a justice. As but yet you're that, angry because you're really angry at yourself. I am. Yeah. I am. Yeah. I am. Again, y'all, food issues are real, and but, it's okay to have them. It's okay to have them. 
you're in just the thing that I've learned is that y'all, you can't tell a poodle. You got to let a poodle you find need, out on their own. You need to let me. You need to let me step in my own shit. Jake hasn't put his license plate on his car probably in like two years. He's gonna get stopped by a policeman one day. <laughs> I still got the dealer tag and on get it. Fine. I can't tell him to do it. It's fine. He won't do it because he'll say it's fine. It's fine. And then I don't drive that much. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Dude, you don't know what the license. An, I've got an explanation for everything. <laughs> you don't know where the license plates are, do it's you? It's in my car. Okay. I just haven't put it on yet. Okay. It's in my car. Okay. What's your tea bag? Well, you said it. Uh, well, I know I never got into it. Sorry. What's my tea? No, it's fine. We were talking about this basic family. It's hot oh, in here. It's go turn on your air. We okay. don't live in a hut. Talk about it. Uh, it's when um the they're all sitting on the deck and the husband goes down, y'all, to look for a drink. And they're all sitting there. The crew is all sitting there eating like they're the ones that are having this decadent lunch. And they're all like, mm, this is wonderful. Oh, oh it's so the good. The salmon is divine. And then Captain <laughs> Lee shows up and all shit goes to. You, I, will give some, I will give editing uh, a prize here because it just saw them going, mm, this delicious, it Rachel. Mm, mm, mm. And Captain Lee shows up and he's None like... None of you should be sitting down no here. No time you should be at the same fucking time. Uh, that, that was... I wrote that. That was after I Hate Everyone. Oh. Um, and can I talk about the charter guests? We, we talked yeah. about it a little bit, but I want to yeah. say some choice words. Uh, woman, her you name is... You know what? You can. Oh, oh, oh. But you right after this commercial break. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. 
With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Have hope, have hope. Keep going, queens. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Poodle, give us an education in basic. Oh, these people are terrible. They're terrible. Jennifer. Jen, uh, you know what? I wrote down her name. I went, I bet her name is Jennifer. <laughs> and then, let, no offense to Jennifer's, because I love a couple of Jennifer's in my life. A lot of Jennifer's. Uh, my eighth grade girlfriend name was Jennifer, and I'm still friends with her. We went to tennis camp. <laughs> love her. That's the camp for gay kids. She just sent me the... Yeah, that's the sport <laughs> camp for gay kids. It is, oh, it's true. She sent me the sweetest message, too, about my dad. It was so sweet. Love you, Jennifer. Anyway, um, <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. I'm going to interrupt you now because... Go for it. Y'all, we need to talk about Jennifer's makeup. <laughs> we need to talk about Jennifer. We need to talk about Jennifer. I don't know who from the... I, don't, I think she hit someone... From the Mac counter, and she is doing her makeup every fucking morning as she's on this boat because uh, it is way 
too much. It's, it's so much. It's always evening makeup at 10 a.m. That's exactly what it is. It's evening makeup. No, it's evening Oscar makeup I, at 10 a.m. I would also say evening theme makeup. Yes. Like she's trying to match something in her wardrobe. It's always this very dark. Her eyebrows are so drawn on. That there's you, always there's a color that, that's there and it's not matched in a palette. You can tell the editors and camera people hate her because they I keep know. focusing on her <laughs> when she makes these like, mmm, the entire editing crew hates this charter. They don't like her. She's wearing, uh, I would say, a, a stockade fence of eyelashes upon yes, the top yes. of her eye. Yes. So, and it's, you kind of think like, okay, the rest of your friends are going to look like this too. No. No. The rest of them are. They barely have any makeup I, on. I fresh say, face. They're. They're still pretty awful, though. But makeup-wise... But even her hair. Her hair's down at the first... But then the second day, she puts her hair up. Ugh. Kind of like a girl who's a ninth-grade cheerleader. <laughs> it's, it's bad. It's a very high pony. Ugh. Like a very... Y'all, you know she was a cheerleader and probably a prom queen. Yeah, uncomfortably high. And she is still riding off how pretty she was in high school. She's not an ugly woman. No. She'd be but much it, but prettier. It's, but she it's, just... It's it's that replays all over and over again in her head. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, probably because her husband cheats on her. One hundred percent. Doesn't he look like a husband who cheats yeah. on you? He does. Yeah. Sorry, Jennifer, if you're listening. Uh, but I'd read his text. <laughs> look at your phone bill. See if you got a, a bill for Ashley Madison. Yeah. See if that wireless bill gets emailed to him or to you, Jennifer. Oh, I guarantee you, it is him. Yeah, honey. Uh, so. Y'all, Check for a burner phone. Jennifer only wants cooked fish. She loves anything raw. Okay. okay I've heard that before. Only thing Poodle and I can agree with. Uh, but it's interesting. I, I would disagree that fish, that fish, cooked fish, is to me very different than shellfish. I find them to be very different things just in name alone. Um, because the texture, the texture for a fish is very different than it's cooked. I mean, it was on my charter list and, oh, shellfish, fish is in the name. Y'all, that's what she's going to say. That fish is in the name of shellfish. So it is technically fish. That preference sheet was like the fucking Gutenberg Bible for her. It It was was, in plates. It was in plates. (laughs) Like gold plates engraved. So, ten people had to hover around just to read it. She treated this like it was the Magna Carta. Yes. And she wouldn't stop. Well, I put it in my prayer sheet a thousand times. And y'all, one thing I she said disagree. at the it, end. I can see that, but it is fish. Like Rachel didn't mess I up. Guess, it's fish. But it's called shellfish. To me, to me, raw fish and raw shellfish are very different. To me as well. Yeah. But uh, at the end... Uh, they were talking about, oh my God, this is great, such great food. And everyone's enjoying themselves. Y'all, you know these people in your life. Everyone's enjoying themselves. And then they're like, oh my God, it's like she read our minds for our food, what she likes. And, and Jennifer pipes up and says, well, she read our minds or our preference sheet. Yeah, it's like she read the preference I mean, sheet. What need would be to say that? Other than to, it's almost like there are all these, the, all, to ruin joy. All the other moms hate her in carpool. Totally. They don't enjoy her. She's always going to have a problem with something. 
And y'all, guess what? They love Hamilton because who couldn't have seen that coming? <laughs> I have a question. Ah! I want to scream and throw myself against a wall a at white people who are that age who don't love Hamilton. So, so Hamilton is incredible. It's, yes. When did Hamilton cross the line of making you basic? Um, I think when Kellyanne Conway proclaimed that she loved it. Oh. On Twitter or something. Or quoted a Twitter Hamilton lyric. I'm surprised she did that. Maybe it wasn't her, but it was someone like that. Okay. It was... Ann Coulter. Um, no. No, it wasn't no. Ann Coulter. No. <laughs> Alexander Hamilton should have been turned away at the border. That's what she was <laughs> Although she's gone away. She's gone, gone away because she was not okay with a lot of the crazies. Ugh, whatever. Um, Sorry I brought her up. But uh, I, I, there, it, it did hit a level when it became, I think it was the mixtape. Because I will say, you can't deny the cleverness and the smartness of Hamilton. Uh-huh. It's very, very smart. But there's a certain too muchness of people who weren't really into musical theater before who have found and embraced Hamilton and I do agree, it speaks to a certain part of us. But there, it, it's a, to me, it is a desperation to be cool. That's what I see it as. But maybe, maybe as like a... There is no maybe. But no, maybe... I know what I think. For a, no, but <laughs> as a musical theater writer, wouldn't you want to become basic? Wouldn't Absolutely you be, not. Wouldn't you want to become so popular? Nope. Because wouldn't you say that anything that's avant-garde, that is... Out, that's out of the that's left right of center eventually if it becomes to be popular means it becomes normalized and it becomes basic so would you not want to be popular no i don't want to be popular so you just want like people that live in like rural towns that study i don't know not it, rural towns i want people in cities like me but <laughs> but if you want people in cities to like you then it means your work's going to be probably popular yeah, but only certain levels of so cities and academia. People that, you know, read hier- hieroglyphics for, yes. for you know, yes. for boredom yes. and speak French even though yes. they're from Milwaukee. Yes. And they make uh, $13 an hour, um, I don't know, and someone teaching says, someone Klingon. And someone's like, yeah, that's just too pretentious for me. That I'm like, yes, it is. And it's great. This is why you have no money. <laughs> You're right. You're 100% right. <laughs> I I have been commissioned to write things that are that I know are more populist in vein, in in a vein. I will say the difference between Hamilton and a lot of things that are populist um, is the craft of Hamilton is so smart, and and that that's what's undeniable about it. But there's a certain cultural cachet that came with it that a lot of people want to co-opt, especially white people. Um, and these people are the epitome of it. It is just, I, so I do you see think it. that they probably like these type of people see Hamilton, but they really don't even know what it's about. No, or I they think don't they get know it? what it's about. I, I, God, I hope you write a musical that becomes really popular in a sissy five years from now plays this nothing, episode. Nothing I write will, I, I write things hey, that are way, I think. Little Poodle the musical could go mainstream. 
Could go mainstream. Um, you know what? If it does, it's then there the, are a lot more the, people the like me. The pitch is easy. What's the musical about? It's Dennis the Menace meets Spelling Bee, but gayer. <laughs> it's Dennis the Menace, but he's a really misanthropic <laughs> little child. Yeah. Who... <laughs> Who would much rather talk to his imaginary friend? Dennis the Menace meets Billy Elliot. And there you go. I just and, sold your and show. And read other children for filth. Little with Poodle. A, with a very, very overbearing mother. <laughs> it's Little Poodle. <laughs> and a family that doesn't understand him. Uh-huh. Oh, my, my good mama. What am I going to do? The, his big, his big, what's it called? His big kind of monologue song. I know there's some fancy word for it. Want song. I yeah, want the song. Want, is going to be I'm unique. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or I want someone to know me. <laughs> You're thinking of this idea now, yes. are you? <laughs> yes. I think I'm, I think lyrics I've had have actually I've actually written a song where a character says uh, I uh, no one can really know me. No one will know who I really am. Oh God. So yeah, there you go. There you go. It's a lot of wrist cutter shit, y'all. Yeah, volunteer for something. <laughs> Get over yourself. Hey, my art is volunteering. That's all I gotta <laughs> yeah, say. Yeah, no one paid you for it. Exactly. Well, is it my turn or your turn? I I, who knows? This is a mess. Can we talk about... I just want to talk about this. <sighs> Y'all, they want to have a white party. And they're talking to Fraser later on. And they're like, so a white party, I think it came about... And Fraser said, no, I believe a white party came about because everybody wore t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> my recollection was... It's where gay people do drugs. It's cocaine. Gay men. Like, that's... No, I think that's where... White powder. I believe that's where a white party started years ago. Like, to do cocaine and do drugs. No, they called it... I think... I don't know what came first. Whether they wore white or the cocaine. Yeah. Because white parties came about in the 80s, 90s, White party is not cocaine nowadays. It's other drugs. No, no, not now. Oh, no, it's fucking Molly and K-balls and highballs and whatever. K-balls? no drugs but i think years ago it was for cocaine i think it was not because they were all wearing where t-shirts. did the term white party originate well what does siri say y'all here we well regardless the white party is a name of a number of circuit parties held annually catering to the lgbt communities it's more like GB. <laughs> yeah and it names come from the requirement that party goers dress almost all in white uh, and it says here, the all-white clothing, the all-white, oh, fuck, I hate, you know, I love you, Wikipedia, but I kind of hate you. Don't say that, I give them money. The white party was first heard on, uh, me too, uh, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know, it's, it's for circuit parties, but Sissy I don't, Mary will investigate, somebody, oh, someone says, this says the origin Riveting. Uh, it was for HIV AIDS, blah, blah, blah. Now they do a lot of drugs. This I, says, this says, uh, it was founded to raise money for a good cause. It's one of the most successful benefit fundraising events. I don't think this I is right. I don't think that's right. Wikipedia got it wrong. Oh, I was on Quora. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of this. Anyway, y'all. <laughs> They're getting ready for this white party. And so, meanwhile, Kaylee, Kylie, Cuckoo, Kaylee, Kaylee, and Heather Kyler. decorated the deck. And they, y'all, these women walk out there to, and they go, Oh my yes. God! Oh, it's so beautiful! 
I hate these people. Y'all, it's just some fucking white streamers in a yeah. balloon. This is the last charter. This is the worst fucking decorations of a charter they've had. And the and the men do the male equivalent, the basic male equivalent. Oh my god, this is great. This is great, guys. It's 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 fine. It's not bad. It's yep. just fine. And they're having this white party. There's no dancing. There's no black light no. music. They're just having fucking dinner, and then they go to bed at ten thirty. This is no, the least no white two, party I've ever heard of. There's no two gay guys Dutch dooring one another no! in a pup mask. No one does coke <laughs> off their husband's dick. Even <laughs> this is not a white party. Um, I'm what, sorry. What's my next one? Don't claim things that you don't know anything about. Um, have you ever been to a white party? I haven't. I have not either. I'm really not into drug-fueled sex parties. I know that's I know that's a shock, but I need, you, I need to take a stand. You don't mind sex parties. It's just no, the drug-fueled I, sex I'm parties. Not, I'm not into drug-fueled sex, I'll tell personally. you why. Because you don't want someone high when they're fucking you. You want them to be into you. Yes. I want them to be staring into my eyes <laughs> and be going, She only me. I'm unique, <laughs> love me. That's the second musical, Little Poodle Grows Up. <laughs> Yeah. Respect me for my talent. Yeah. Uh, you the don't, prequel. You don't have to, to like me. The spider woman. <laughs> you don't have to like me. Just respect me. Just respect my talent. Um, What's your next one? Uh, I want to talk about the great idea that Heather has to uh, have Alexander Hamilton say hello to them. Yeah, that's cute. It's not. Come on. You're winding me up. No, this is it's terrible. Sweet. No, it's a thing to get. Tell the me guests, more about it. To get the guests happy, to get them involved. You enjoy it. He puts it? on a little outfit and he goes out on a boat. It's cute. Keep talking about it. it no, keep. it's cute. And he's up. The, it's terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. You just couldn't keep going. <laughs> as, as as Captain Lee says, uh, that he looks wig like looks a, like a, fucking a poor rat. Quaker. Yeah. Now I will say, the funniest thing about this, if you know anything. Alexander Hamilton did come from the Caribbean. He was uh, mixed race. Yep. Uh, and he, he was, but he was like 20 something. And so that gray wig makes no sense at all. It doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, and it the doesn't. beard. I'm like, what the fuck? And they loved it. And they're like, oh my God, Alexander, I love you. It wasn't great. And he brings them ice cream, which was very period appropriate. Ah, vanilla! Vanilla! Ice cream! What is that from? She Loves Me. Yes. The ultimate soprano song. Sopranos, if you sung that for auditions, you're basic. That's a deep cut. But I, I will say that there are very few soprano up-tempo songs. So I understand why you chose it. I would have told you... I, I as the, if you were my if I was your audition accompanist and you put that in front of me I'm like oh great we've only heard this twelve times today. <laughs> Do you have anything else? I uh, I uh, I don't know the soprano so I was just talking about the quartet. Isn't there a quartet later or is it from an opera? There's an ice cream quartet. That's what I was. Thinking. That's from something later. Is that from She Loves Me, or is that from... No, that's not an ice cream quartet. That's something else. No, I re- we did this in scenes in opera. Then it's obscure. Well, I'll have to figure it. Come at me, sissies. 
Um, but Ice Cream from She Loves Me. I don't know that song. Oh, I, I know, know that music. I know at what all. you're thinking. You're thinking of is that Regina that has the Ice Cream Quartet? Am I making Plus, that up? It's from an opera. Yeah, I, I think it's Mark Blitzenstein's. Regina. I should listen to She Loves Me though. That's a good it's show. It's a isn't lovely it? show. I don't know that show. It's from the shop around the corner. It's the adaptation of it's actually the adaptation of a Hungarian play that became the the basis of the shop around the corner i'll stop (laughs) 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 it's basically you got mail as well okay people are are placing personal ads oh that's a terrible show movie yeah by the way if you if you need to tell someone that it's an hungarian earlier play (laughs) be prepared for them to have a look in their face (laughs) you said too much you said too much (laughs) back up he did see my face kind of get like, oh, it just God. got dark. It and does. he just went, I don't care. I just, you know what? I don't know. Maybe Captain Lee is channeling this of my late father, which I guess I can say now, um, because he said a Chelsea Mars saying, yep, we got a strong tea, strong tea. Give me strong tea with quote and quotables. Guess I'm singing by myself now. Oh, sorry. And Captain, I'm checked out. And Captain Lee says, Get your head out of your ass or I will eat your ass. Ooh. I grew up with my dad would say, get your head out your ass, I'm going to eat your ass. I'm going to eat your ass out so good. Oh, God. My dad really talked a lot about eating ass. And if I was, if he would have said it to me, I'm like, is that a problem? Is that a problem? He... I fucked up on that job today, and he ate my ass out so oh, good. Tell me more, he Chelsea. He just kept eating and eating my <laughs> ass out. Just spread my cheeks I wide. I mean, I might as well bend over and let you eat my ass. <laughs> Sorry, neighbors. Sorry, neighbors. <laughs> anyway, do I have any other? That's all I've got, you guys. Next week is the finale, so we'll see how that goes. Um, Rachel's uh, kind of losing it. Rachel and Heather are kind of losing yeah. it. Yeah. Rachel's losing about the ice cream, but Captain Lee is like totally on Rachel's, Rachel's or Heather's back. Yeah, and I will say, we, Ryan and I talked about this before. They are not giving up on Heather, you guys. So for people who are hoping Heather's going to get fired, they we think she's filming right now. So she's oh. there. She's She seemed like she was their new stew for the future. They want her to be their new Kate Chastain, which is not going to happen. No, but she's going to get burnt out. I think she'll get burnt out, and um, I don't think she's good TV. No one really likes her. Um, I mean, Fraser acts like he does, but I don't think I'm Fraser talking about, really likes I'm talking about can't fuck. I'm talking about people who watch the show. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't give a shit about the cast. She's fine. I mean, I don't have a... Uh, I, I don't like her. I can, I, can, I can appreciate what she does, but I don't like her as a person. Who do you think is going to come back in this season? They don't do that on Below Deck that much. Uh-huh. A lot of the chief stews come back. Um, and the, the chefs the, will come back. Yeah. But the the crew will, will take time off because they're, the yachting is such an industry in flux. Fraser wants to come back. He wants to come back as a chief stew. I'm telling you that now. I don't, I don't think he has the makings of it. I, don't I know, know, but that was his arc. It's like he's just like, I want to do something new. I want to do something just bold. And then I'm like, oh, what's he going to do? Like, change careers? I want to be a Chief Stew. I went, well, of course you want to be a fucking Chief Stew. Yeah. You're, like, this was not, again, as a producer, this was not It's this was not a, a, a story arc that, you know, you know, that my, was surprising. My first thought was, it was a very um, homophobic thought. I'm like, wonder how people would react 
to having a male chief stew. Because they've never had one? No. Oh, well, then maybe that's his way in. But I'm saying just with, with, with guests. You would be a wonderful chief stew. You'd oh, be a, my God. I'd be awful. Oh, you'd be horrible to all your employees, but the, the people would like They'd you. They'd love me. Yeah. Yeah. But you would be horrible to work with, and we'd probably throw you off I'd, the boat I was going to say, I'd be, I'd be thrown off the boat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There she goes. Yeah. What happened? To, what happened to Poodle? I chewed his ass out. Good. <laughs> Y'all, that's the show. He's in Davy Jones' locker. Davy Jones' locker. You can go to realitygates.com. Go to our Linktree link. That's where you're going to find our shows. Remember, we t- I think we mentioned this before, but we're going to be on the crappies on Thursday yes. night. So the night before, yeah, at uh, the town, town hall. hall. Not the town hall. Town, town hall, hall, New York City. Get your tickets to that. You can do that on the Crappens website. And then on Friday You can also night, buy a virtual ticket if you like. You're by, mm-hmm. you can, they're using something moment. Yeah, we're not doing that. No, we're not. We, they're they're having this at a 1500 seat theater. Yeah, we wouldn't make a profit margin. They can pay a third party to not fuck it up. Yeah. Uh, we, some of you some of you would ask, so why are you guys not streaming because yet? Because Gary doesn't know how to do <laughs> streaming. And also and he's probably going to be high anyway and be an hour late to the show. It's a big buy-in. Just so you know, it's, it's not a cheap thing to yeah, do. Yeah, and so for for a streaming market we would have to have a certain number of things first. So we're working We're just on not that. there yet, yeah. y'all. So, um, because you really can't do it through the theaters because it's just, we've heard yeah. so many horror stories of theaters that aren't really, they're not meant to do streaming yeah. live shows. A lot of meant places to be a actually don't want to do it, too. They don't want to do it, yeah. yes. So that's where, so just coming in person, see, you know what? COVID's starting to die down. <laughs> no, you just think I'm going away, but I don't know. Go away, Miss Coba. My friend Philip's gonna come around soon. No, go oh, away. You haven't met Xavier. <laughs> Is he a I'm gonna, kicker? I'm gonna pull a bullet in your brain, Miss Coba. <laughs> All right, everybody. So, but come see us at a live show. We would appreciate it, and it, it'd be a good time for you to get out and just have fun. Yeah. Right. All right. Poodle's got to pack and then get packed. So we got to go. <laughs> I'm too tired. Y'all, uh, how do we You almost show? said we call these. You yeah, never we know. We call these people lonely sailors. And aren't <laughs> we all, all just, all just say, lonely sea say, dogs? Sea dogs. Just raw dogging on a sea looking for and love. Y'all, until next time, we say anchors, anchors again. Chew my ass. <laughs>